0: are welcome and the author will be
1: the time is nine o'clock and you are listening to chma 106.9 fm
2: hello and welcome to tantrum our report on chma 106.9 fm and chmafm.com we're broadcasting from sackville new brunswick the heart of the maritimes on the traditional and unceded lands of the mi'kmaq people i'm erica butler it's tuesday october 31st happy halloween on today's show
3: well, that's the interesting thing i find it a lot
2: of people think this is theirs I think it's mine, but I have a have idea. Retired biologist Richard Elliott takes us for a walk through the Pickard Quarry Trails, which he's hoping to improve with some funding from the town of Tranchmar in 2024. That's coming up right after some news and information briefs. Tanchemar Council meets tomorrow afternoon for its second special budget meeting. In addition to going over the draft budget for 2024, Council will also be able to discuss two more items on the agenda, an update to the final phase of the Lorne Street Stormwater Management Project and the possible approval of the purchase of two EV chargers to be installed at the Dorchester Veterans Community Centre. The EV chargers are on this special meeting agenda after Council first voted to delay a decision earlier in October And then to expedite the decision so the work could happen this year if approved. The EV chargers proposed are level two style, which are used by EV and plug in hybrid owners. The town has a free level two charger installed at the Sackville Visitor Information Center that's been there since 2015. These new chargers will be part of NB Power's eCharge network, and users will pay a standard rate of $1.50 per hour for charging. The net revenues for the project will go to the town of Tantramar. The project would be partially funded through NB Power's plug-in NB program and would cost the municipality about $9,500. A 46-year-old man from Dorchester has been charged with assault with a weapon and a number of other charges. Corey Kevin Lucci was arrested by Sackville RCMP on October 19th and has appeared in court twice since but remains in police custody. Lucci is back in court on November 2nd to set a date for a bail hearing. In addition to assault with a weapon, Lucci is charged with uttering threats, unlawful possession of a weapon, possession of fentanyl, oxycodone, and cannabis for the purposes of trafficking and impaired driving. Police say the investigation continues. Correctional Services Canada says an inmate at the Dorchester Penitentiary was the victim of an assault on Thursday, October 26th. A news release from the CSC says the assault took place in the medium security unit of the prison and the victim was transported to an outside hospital to receive treatment. No staff member or other inmates were injured. The CSC says it is investigating the incident. Now for today's feature story. Living beside a rock quarry is not typically considered desirable. And for the 20 or so years of its heaviest operations, the Pickard Quarry, as it's now known, was probably not the best of neighbors. But these days, after many decades being left alone, the old stone quarry is a re-naturalized gem located between York and Charlotte streets just on the far side of Salem in Sackville. Richard Elliott has been a neighbor of the Pickard Quarry since moving to Sackville in the 1990s and he knows more than most the value of this pocket of wilderness in the middle of residential Sackville.
3: We have always considered it part of our backyard because we live on Sodden Street just on the other side. Our son walked to Salem School through the quarry every day and back and learned to like wildlife. He saw an otter in here one time though that was pretty cool. So. I've been here that long with Kate, my wife, and we've also had um, lots of interaction with other people who use it. So it's not just us. Lots of people think of it as their private backyard.
2: Elliot has spent days working on cutting and pruning the trails in and around the quarry to keep them accessible for hikers. And now he is heading up an effort to make some slightly more impactful trail improvements with backing from the Tanchamar Outdoor Club, Southeast Regional Service Commission, and hopefully Tanchamar Council. Elliott is hoping that Council will choose to fund some improvements to make the quarry trail safer and a bit more accessible. He's working with Regional Trails Coordinator for Plan 360, Mark Legere, on how to best do that.
3: Well, we're, he and I are developing a conceptual plan right now, and we're going to implement that with the town who's going to fund the work. Mark's going to provide a lot of the expertise and the manpower will come from Tancho Outdoor Club and expertise also from Chignecto Naturalists, who are our local naturalist club, and they're very interested and they're going to provide manpower and expertise about how to interpret the wildlife and natural history here. And the uh, Tanchamar Heritage Trust, which is our local historical society, is very interested in the idea of interpreting what happened here from a cultural and industrial history point of view. So we'll be putting in um, explanatory Interpretive signs, just a few of them around, showing where the rock was taken out. There are some big blocks of sandstone in there that will, they'll talk about how they were how they were quarried and how they're taken out. And so it'll be easy enough for someone to just come in here on their own and have a quiet day relaxing, or to learn something about wildlife or cultural history. And so the partnership of those three NGOs and the town and the local commission, I think, is making it all come together to something that really should work and should be really uh, a good asset for the town.
2: The idea to formalize the quarry land and trails into a park has been floated for decades, but the possibility became more realistic last year when the town of Sackville formally acquired the land from its previous owner, Mount Allison University. Manet purchased the quarry from the Sackville Freestone Company in the 1930s when the operation had pretty much petered out. Sackville's purchase was strategic After a water control structure was installed at the outlet of the ponds this summer, they will now serve to store water during heavy rain events when tides won't allow quick drainage of the town's fresh water supply. In the decades that Mount Allison owned it, people in Sackville had explored the quarry and it was known as a meeting spot for young people. These days, it's not necessarily a romantic hot spot, but there's still plenty of evidence of life.
3: It looks kind of quiet today. There's not much here in the way of wildlife right now. I saw three mallard ducks on the way over. Um, but I've seen, uh, Kate, my wife and I and others have been making lists of the birds and mammals we've seen in here. I think we're up to 17 species of mammals have either seen or seen tracks of. Um, I saw a beaver here once. We see otter sign almost every time we're in here all through the winter. Muskrats, rabbits, um, deer. Uh, Peter Manchester once saw a moose coming out of this area, crossing over towards the graveyard. So there's a lot going on in this little pocket, which is actually right in the middle of a, a residential area in Sackville.
2: So will you think this will be? I mean, do you think people will use it as a transportation corridor as well as just going for a nice I hike? I
3: think so. But I mean, if you've got to walk downtown from here, from my end of town, it's much nicer to go through the corridor than to walk down one of the roads. And so we're hoping that that is what happens. So we're hoping that it's used for a whole bunch of things. Like right now, I found people in here doing all sorts of different things. Walking through and just having a nice look is one thing. Coming in and sitting down, having a beer or a smoke is another thing. Um, It's traditionally been a hangout for students from the high school and from Mount Allison. So a lot of things have happened here because it's so close to both of those things um, and isolated. So it's known as a hangout. But... I found um, a woman who lives on the south side in one of the retirement homes who would pick up her mail and come in here and sit beside the quarry and read her mail and then go back. I found another woman who came in here to paint. She would like the scenery and she would paint. Um, And there have been students from Maori coming in poking around in the water looking for pond life. So all sorts of things go on here. Most of them really. taking advantage of uh, the, the things that this place offers. So, yeah, it's already used quite a bit, and I think it'll be used a lot more. And, you know, I've encouraged people who live on that side to go to university through the trails.
2: Did, yeah, did you say you skated? You skate on this pond? Yeah. And you still do that? Still do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Swimming?
3: We've swum, but it's not great for swimming, so people don't do a lot of swimming here. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, quite a few of the local families come down here to skate. When we, our kids were young, we left uh, hockey nets and plows down here and just came down and opened it up every winter. And we still do that. We bring our shovels down. There are times when it's nice to skate on Silver Lake or the Waterfowl Park, but this, because it's sheltered from the winds, see, you can hear the wind in the trees right now, but there's no wind down here. It's like it's just amazing that it just goes across the top. So, on a sunny afternoon like this, on a cold day with wind somewhere else, but not here, it's a fantastic place to skate. So we clear rings and we clear trails, and sometimes you don't have to clear anything. If the ice is good, you can just skate everywhere.
2: That's Richard Elliott walking through and talking about the Pickard Quarry Lands, now owned by the town of Tanchamar, accessible from the end of Quarry Lane off Salem Street. At the height of its success in the first decade of the 20th century, the Sackville Freestone Company hauled out 800 tons of stone per day from the quarry. It's easy to forget as you walk down to the quarry ponds that the whole area was once filled with earth and red sandstone that was blasted out and hauled away. The area was a farm field when Charles Pickard first noticed outcroppings of valuable sandstone. The land would have been probably about 20 feet above us now.
3: It would have been at the top up there, you can see the rise. It's not actually a rise, we're just down below that. So that would have been where the the top of the land would have come up. It's hard to imagine that yeah, it would have been dug out
2: since dug out and since the 18th and exploded. 80s yeah. Or 90s. Yeah.
3: Wow. So at least 60 feet which is what's that two or three houses okay. in height. Two houses probably. And yet now it looks natural. Um, ducks use it. Otters use it. Raccoons use it. All sorts of this area here is used by um, raccoons and skunks for denning in the winter. Whenever you come by here in the winter you get a little poof of skunk, and birds are here all the time. The turkey vultures have started roosting in here in the evening, Um, great blue herons, Canada geese tried to nest here one year, Uh, pintail ducks, I've got a a long, long list of birds that I've seen in here. And a lot of our winter birds come in here for the same reasons that we do, because it's sheltered in the winter and so things like crossbills and uh, bohemian waxwings and chickadees and cardinals and things are here as well.
2: It's easy to think while walking the quarry trails that you've discovered something secret or unknown. Well, that's the interesting thing I find. It, it, a lot of people think this is theirs. Yeah. I think it's mine, but <laughs> a lot of people have a seen idea. As if on cue, while Elliot energetically clips back the invasive multiflora rose that plagues the trails another voice calls out.
4: I'm for work here, taking a break from work, and
3: just, i like to come
2: here. Yeah. See, see there's another example. i, where I just <laughs> been telling you that people do that
3: here.
2: It's a man, Allison physics professor taking a midday break. Ralph Bruning.
3: I'm a professor in physics, and once in a while, when work gets a little bit too much or I need a little break, I, I love to come here and walk around. My office is in a Dunn building, so it's quite close, actually. I'm here probably literally... 300 meters from my desk (laughs) so I really like this place and it's I guess has probably some interesting wildlife and biology going on here I guess old quarries are known for that
2: so I mean I guess you it's fair to say this contributes to your quality of life yeah
3: it's a great break close by and a little bit wild which is nice
2: Elliot is hoping that the trails will stay as wild as possible. He's not planning for major interventions but rather strategically placed benches rails and hopefully a bridge overlooking Bulmer Creek as it spills into the quarry ponds. My job is going to be to control people from trying to do too much. Everybody I've talked
3: to who lives here really wants to have it um, very low impact. Sort of trails like what we're walking along here it doesn't have to be changed at all. It's safe to walk on, it's comfortable it's wide enough um but there are some people in the outdoor club who like to put gravel everywhere and widen things and so "Uh -uh, uh because this is really low impact natural Mm -hmm. and that's the consensus of everybody who i've spoken to so
2: far i guess the trade-off is there's you know a limit of accessibility but on the other hand i guess there's what the 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 time investment of maintaining it and also also the impact on the natural area
3: and part of the the problem is that accessibility is challenging anyway just because of the ups and downs and the rugged terrain. So that road we just, trail we just walked on, I mean, people could probably walk out and get to the bridge quite easily without uh, any difficulty. So that's a sort of a medium access kind of place for most people. We're hoping, on the other side, there's a place where we might put in a boardwalk of some kind and a look-off platform off Pickard Place where people who are really limited in their access could still get to it. So we're trying to make sure that everybody can get into at least a portion of this. Um, But we're not gonna try to make all these kinds of trails multi-use or multi-access, because it would be a huge task and would sort of work against the idea of having it maintained as a natural place. And a lot of the people who use it now really relish in the thought that it's a quiet, comfortable, wild kind of place that they can get to. And if we can do that safely for everybody, as well as having places that everybody can get to, not just people who are um, completely fit, then that would be good too.
2: In order to see his plan come to fruition, Elliot is counting on some financial commitment from the town of Tanchamar. In budgets past, there have been funds allocated for trail developments, and Elliot says he believes town staff are including requests for the quarry project in their upcoming budget proposal, which will be presented this Wednesday to town council. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Tuesday, October 31st. We wish you a fun and spooky Halloween. In light of the continuing Facebook ban on Canadian news outlets, you can help us spread the word about CHMA's work by sharing stories via email or just telling your friends to check out CHMA 106.9 FM or chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi,
0: I'm Shelley, and you're listening to CHMA. Happy Halloween, and welcome to the Late Morning Show here on CHMA. That was your Tantrum Report with Erica Butler. I am your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, Voice of the Marshes. The time is 916 and time for a little halloween weather update all right so today it'll be high of plus 4 uh wind chill be minus 8 and tonight it'll be a few clouds but relatively clear with a low of minus nine and a wind chill of minus 14. So it, it should be pretty good weather. It looks to be fairly clear uh, for all the little ones and adults going out trick or treating tonight, uh, tomorrow, November 1st, there's a 60% chance of showers or flurries late in the afternoon. They're not sure which that'll be a high of plus two, With a wind chill of minus 14 in the morning. And in the evening, it'll be cloudy periods with a low of minus 4. On Thursday, it'll be sunny with a high of plus 2 during the day. And in the evening, clear with a low of minus 3. And on Friday, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud uh, with a high of 8. And in the evening, cloudy periods with a low of plus 1. To start the weekend off, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 10, uh, and in the evening, cloudy with a low of plus 4. And to finish off the weekend on Sunday, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud with a high of plus 10, and in the evening, a low of plus 2. All right. Welcome again to the spooky edition of The Late Morning Show. I don't know what makes it spooky, but I will think of something. Um, For now, we have some songs for you. So coming up next, uh, we have Bad Bad Not Good and Charlotte Day Wilson with their song Sleeper.
2: hour-long radio show that presents news, opinion, and analysis with a focus on Canadian media, current affairs, and politics. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. for Canada Land on CHMA 106.9 FM, The Voice of the Marshes.
0: Happy Halloween and welcome back to the Late Morning Show. That was Parallel by Emily Kahn. I am your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, voice of the marshes. The time is 9.26, and what a perfect time for a few local announcements. So... Every Saturday from 10 a.m. to noon, the Dorchester Veterans Community Center hosts a drop-in indoor playground for preschoolers. Children of any age up to five can enjoy themselves on a free, accessible playground while their parents relax and chat. Adult supervision is required. For more information, please email DorchesterPlayground at gmail.com. Alright, second announcement. Every Thursday at 7.30pm, head to the Amherst Theatre for the Sackville Film Society's weekly screening. Tickets are $10 each and are available at the box office. This week's film is Past Lives, directed by Celine Song. Um, so, Nora and Hae Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are wrestled apart after Nora's family immigrates from South Korea. Two decades later, they are reunited in New York for one fateful week as they confront notions of destiny, love, and the choices that make a life in this heart wrenching modern romance. For more information, please head to the Sackville, Sil- the Sackville Film com. That's Sackville Film Society.com. All right, and last local announcement for now. Uh, CHMA, us, we at CHMA will be hosting a CD sale during the regular drop-in information hours this Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, November 4th, from 1 to 3 p.m., So stop by the CHMA headquarters on the third floor of the Mount Allison Student Center and see what awesome CDs, CHMA merch, and equipment we have for sale. Staff will also be available to show you around, answer any questions you might have about radio, podcasting, audio production, or getting involved with your local community and campus radio station. I will be there. It will be an awesome time. I highly recommend you come and check out what we have for you. All right. So coming up next... I have found a few songs, a few Halloween songs. I will play two, uh, and I have found one that is personally uh, one of my favorites from one of one of my favorite movies to watch at this time of year, which is Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, and, and really, is it is it a Halloween movie or is it a Christmas movie? I, I tend to lean a little bit more heavily towards it being a Halloween movie, but. If you see me around town, I would love to hear your argument of why you might think it's a Christmas movie or why you might think it's a Halloween movie. Um, I think it's quite fun. But without further adieu, I have for all of you Halloween CHMA listeners, this is Halloween.
4: Something strange.
5: Come with us, and you will see this our town of
4: Halloween. This is Halloween, this is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of.